0: well hello everyone uh welcome to old ass movie reviews i'm dave that's scott i want to say hello and thank you um before we get too far deep into this i'd like you to hit the subscribe button the like button the share button if i know it's a pain in the rear end um i'm youtube sometimes to, to do that but if you can join up youtube there's a lot of interesting stuff on here it's kind of fun I enjoy a lot of the stuff that I find randomly on YouTube. Um, but today, today, our review is Solo, a Star Wars story. Um, oh, yes. An early version of Han Solo as a young man. Yeah. Just shows him how he's getting the Millennium Falcon. Shows him in the Kessel Run. I'm wearing my Kessel Run t-shirt. Ah, I see that. Uh, in honor of this movie. Um, I... The last three movies you and I talked about, um, episode one, two, and three, and we had some problems with them, needless to say. Uh, And I think deservedly so, some problems, maybe picky fanboy stuff on others, I'll give you that. So if anybody wants to complain and say, well, no, you're picky fanboy. Yeah, you're probably not. sure. I'll give you that. (laughs) This movie got a lot of of guff. Yeah. And I don't know why. why. Um, I know they replaced the director. And Ron Howard came in to basically save the day. Um, I think he did. His his brother actually was in an interview with Dennis Miller, um, and that I listened to a few years ago, like about the time this movie came out. Yeah. And his brother said the actors, you know, not just the actors, but the crew was coming up to him, going, "Thank God you're here. Thank God you guys are here. Thank God your brother took the job." Wow. Because instantly, his he was like, well, why? They were like, this place has been in chaos and in shambles. And the when they all found out Ron Howard was coming, the, the everybody that talked to the brother was like, "We everybody just started relaxing. Everybody's like, oh, thank God we got a real director and we were in good hands. And I just thought that was very telling of a guy like Ron Howard. Mm-hmm. You know, that he can calm a, a situation down. Oh, yeah. Can, yeah. Is that coming through? It won't be. Okay. Um it's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. My dog is chewing on a bone behind me, and I just want to make sure the microphone's not picking it's up. It's all good. So if you hear something getting chewed on, it's my dog. Some of chewing it may make it ball. through, but most of it gets filtered um, out. But that—that's. I felt very good initially. I didn't want to go see this movie. I was hearing yeah. all the panning, all the bad stuff, and I'm like, I don't want to see this movie. And the wife looked over at me one one night. We were getting ready for dinner. And she then so it was just coming out. We went to see it, I think, on the opening day, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, wow. And she was like, Well, we're gonna why don't we go see this movie? I said, I don't know. I you know, after the last three, I don't know. And she looked at me and she said, Ron Howard took the reins. And she named off like all the movies, and then she stopped dead and looked at me and said, You know, he was an American graffiti. You know that he's known George Lucas for X amount of years. That's a great point. And I was like <laughs> Holy crap. And she said, you know, he can tell a good story. So chances are, this is going to be pretty good. I said, yes. We went to see the movie. I don't regret it. I do not regret seeing this movie. I enjoy this movie. There's there's my two cents on this i enjoy this movie a
1: lot i i would a, mean, i would agree with that i would love to know um the details and i didn't do any research to see right. um why they ended up bringing ron howard in right. i did i do laugh because anytime ron howard's involved i'm going to see his brother clint and so yeah, when i saw Clint in this at the robot fights it's like
0: Oh yeah. there he is. You're <laughs> always going to see Clint in a, in a rock Always. always. And, that, and that's
1: that's really cool. I mean that whole family and his daughter um directing the Mandalorian and, and stuff like that. So yeah. it's they have um they've built quite a little thing for themselves. And yeah, he, he's and known to to do a good story. I'm just curious what would, little- what was going wrong with with the movie. I like this movie. Um, I do have a problem with it and that problem is Darth Maul. Um yeah, but we that
0: that we've goes already talked about that. episode three. Like, <laughs> That's how it. is this guy still alive? He got cut in half.
1: Well, if I'm not mistaken, it was this is a nice is, surprise. This is ten years, around ten years like after 10 or twelve or
0: something like After that.
1: episode three, and then it'll right. be another nine or ten years until we get to um, uh, episode four.
0: Yeah, when Han Solo meets Luke at Tatooine. I've always heard or I always assumed he was like thirty-five or forty, maybe mm. early thirty five about maybe, right. Mid thirties. And he's supposed to be a kid. That's why everybody always says in the books he was a lot old as Han Solo, he was a lot older than he looked. Mm. So that was always interesting little take on him. Like, oh okay, this guy's actually older, you know, a yeah. lot older than these guys. So when he married Princess Leia, he was robbing the cradle. Oh, <laughs> I think the character of Kira was a better fit for him, and, yeah, I, and I, would, um, I wanted to see how this series ended with him, and it would explain why he gave Leia so much grief when he first met her. Like yeah, he, he was off women at that point. You oh know, well, he, yeah. Look what happened. Like a, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and she books. not only
1: she not only turned on him. I mean, she, did, she could yeah. have done worse, but she had oh, obviously, yeah. she was an opportunist. And I want, I want to talk, take a second. Um, I didn't realize when I was watching this, that this was Amelia Clark and um, yeah. her performance and appearance is, mm-hmm. she's a chameleon in this, in this movie. She yeah. looks and acts different in every act, act one, act mm-hmm. two, and by act three, she's a badass opportunist and she's. She's manipulative. She's got the shit going oh, yeah. on. You can see yeah. it. So I, major props to Amelia for that, because it was like, wow, Is that I had to do a double take, because she looked different. She acted mm-hmm. different, and it was a neat progression to see that.
0: It, it was nice for that character, um, especially when you realize she could have just gave up Han Solo to ball. Yeah. Th- th- this whole thing was... She, yeah, she I don't could've. think she... I actually think she loved the character loves Han Solo. She does. But she wants power more. Mm -hmm. So she got her power. Han actually kind of helped her. So she was like, I still love the guy. Yeah. I'm just going to go do what I do. and I never have to see this guy again. Thinking let me ask, that would be enough for him, but she's gotta know the guy's gonna go looking for her or something.
1: Yeah. He mentions that he's on his way to Tatooine because he hears right. there's some gangster or some somebody making some moves. Is he referring to yeah. Jabba?
0: Yeah, I think he's referring to Jabba. I think That's it sounds like Jabba is just starting to become Jabba. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's just mm-hmm. he's just now getting into the big crime syndicate stuff. Like he's not too the level he was in Jedi at all. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's
1: what it was sounding like. And it's like, okay. And here we go, right back to Tatooine.
0: <laughs> see, to me, it, and you, maybe my idea, I think I said to you about Tatooine at, having like a giant crystal, kyber crystal in yeah. it or something, would be it would make sense that like in the center of Tatooine was a giant kyber crystal that has all the four stuff. It'd be interesting. And to why see everybody's drawn Tatooine. to it. Yeah. yeah. Why everybody always goes to Tatooine. There's nothing there. It's a freaking desert. If, if there was an armpit of that galaxy, it, it would be Tatooine. Tatooine. <laughs> the, the butthole would be Dagobah.
1: <laughs>
0: and it's swampy. It is swampy. <laughs> Talk but, about uh, swamp
1: ass. Oh, hey.
0: I, I think it would have been better for me, the way that I think. And I don't know that anybody would have caught on to this, but it sh- should have been Han looking over at Chewie and saying, let's go out to the corporate sector. Things are too hot here. Yeah. Now, anybody who's read the first three Han Solo books, Han Solo's Legacy, Han Solo's Revenge, Han Solo Goes Camping, or whatever the, the third one was, I don't remember. Um, he's in what they call the corporate sector. It's outside of the imperial jurisdiction. They're, you know, People have a little bit more primitive guns. They have space flight, but he causes a lot of trouble in, in areas in those books. And that, that would have been me. I was hoping that he would say, you know, we're going to go to the corporate sector. And I was like, that would have been a great next movie is just do one of those books. Right. Would have been nice. But that's me. So, that's the fanboy. That's where my fanboy kicks in.
1: So I assume, um, since I don't know much about the expanded universe, uh, mm-hmm. I, I assume the Kira and the Crimson Dawn appear again. And um, or not.
0: I have no, no idea. Wow. No Kira, this is the first time that I'm aware of Crimson Dawn. Okay, I'm sure they're right. in comics. I'm sure they're in in the comics somewhere. Probably in the cartoon because Darth okay. Maul showed up. Yeah. Um, there was a that that showing up was a complete surprise to me. Mm-hmm. And when he showed up, I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." But yeah, it was. Yeah, it was I would have cool, rather seen it, uh, Vader. I would. <laughs> well, Vader would have been no. Vader would have still been alive then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or yeah. Zizor from uh, Shadows of the Empire. Because I you know what? I think Crimson Dawn might be mentioned in, in that book.
1: Okay. Shadows of the Empire. I don't well, know I wonder,
0: if Zeiser or Zizor is in, in charge of that yeah. or if he's in another in another clan right. or whatever.
1: One of the things about this movie that um, I, I like it is and it sets it apart. It's very different than the other ten movies. Yeah. Um, this yeah. at its at its core and at its heart is a heist film. Yes. Um, yes bottom line this is this is a heist film with star wars wrapping paper and it Mm -hmm. works yeah it works works really really well well. it's well cast woody harrelson yeah woody harrelson is great as an asshole
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) who he is yeah basically it's like he's not (laughs) acting much um no, I he, I really he don't know really anything. You really projected about, that. Yeah, I really don't know anything about Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Um, not I don't my either. favorite, not my favorite actor for whatever reason. There but is a part he of me does that well just looks at, at me and goes, Oh, I don't like you. I don't know why I have that yeah. hey yeah, that's, that that's how it me? is. And yet I love him in *Zombieland*. that movie Zombieland. Yeah. I was happy to see him live through that. I was like, yeah. Oh man, my favorite character in this movie is gonna get killed. And he lives through that, and I'm like, oh. Cool. <laughs> Bonus zombie land. You didn't kill him, like my favorite guy. Um but yeah, he plays a really good and he never truly lies to Han. No. He no. actually when they meet on that planet in the battlefield, he's telling Han, "Get away from me. Go to go get off this planet. Get out of here. It's going to be bad." Things are going bad. And he wasn't wrong. (laughs) And Han follows him.
1: (laughs) Because that's Because
0: that's what Han does. Um, Here, let me... I want to read off everybody's names before I forget. Because I always... You know, I get made fun of. I I admit it. Um, I'm going to screw up the guy who played Han Solo's name. And Tomas. (laughs) Eldon... Shut up. Eldon Ironic Ironich? Ironich. Yeah. Alden Ironich was Han Solo. Woody Harrelson was Beckett. Amelia Clark, like we said, was uh, Kira. Donald Glover played Lando Calrissian. What a great what?
1: casting, fucking choice what right a there! Coo. Talk what about a he was, smooth as fuck. He he, he channeled was, Lando he, he, so well.
0: Oh. <laughs> perfect that guy was the perfect choice for that part i mean he had
1: the looks the energy and it was just like man that is one smooth motherfucker right there And i I love his malt
0: liquor take you better buckle up baby (laughs) it's just like oh my god could you have done it any better
1: before you go through the rest of the cast i just want to mention because you you say that he did such a good job of when you saw that you believed that was a young Lando. The oh, same yeah. way with same way with Alden. I thought that was a young Han instantly yeah. because he, he they looked they studied Billy D mm-hmm. and Harrison Ford and and their delivery of everything and yep. the way they talked and their energy and they brought it and it's like wow. It yeah, was it was very amazing. believable. Th-
0: that kid that played Han Solo was uh, there was a couple times where he did the swagger he got the he got the lean just right. He did you know? There were there uh, were
1: times like I thought I was looking at Harrison Ford. It's yeah, like a younger version. Like holy yeah. crap!
0: That he he did it. He channeled his inner Harrison Ford really well. I thought he did, yeah. did a good job. Um, Jonas uh, Satamo was the big Nordic guy. He yeah. played Chewbacca. Uh, Fanduy Newton, who or yeah, Fanduy Newton, Newton was yeah. uh, Vale. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Now, I know this name from somewhere, but I can't I can't place it.
1: I can't it. place it, but I love L3. Just cracked me the fuck up L3. throughout this entire movie. Free the, Freeing the robots. robots. Freeing free. the robots. <laughs> oh, she, and she just her, her conversation talking about how La- her and Lando have a thing.
0: Yeah. And Kira's like, like how's what?
1: that? It works. It, it works.
0: works. It works. It's like, wait, what? The... <laughs> And the and the look on Kara's face is like what? Ha, never mind. I don't. She's like I don't want to know. L
1: three is a great character.
0: That they on the extras they show how they did that. I thought initially she was just one hundred percent digital. Waller Bridge was on set in basically chunks of the costume. Oh wow! So they'd the have innards, some grits. That's Yeah, great. the innards were were done, but most of the animators were like no we didn't need to do that much we had to do stuff here and there but for the most part wow what you see it was her movements
1: really? yeah that's that's really cool
0: um, yeah, she's chewing on a bone right directly behind me I that's what know. I like
1: to do when I get a podcast get me a nice big old beef bone and just, just gnaw I'm not on mad it.
0: Daisy uh, my dog is very happy to be in here with me um, but it was really cool to see how they did like the moves on her to change the subject back. Yeah. Yeah. you got a cat in your hand and I'm sitting here petting my dog yeah. um, how they did the special effects for her it was really yeah. cool and to know that she was on set so they had somebody to act against was even better I thought that was yeah. great um Paul Bettany was Dryden Voss. What a good villain. What a great performance.
1: Whoa, I, I yeah. I've always been it. impressed with Bettany. Uh yeah. after watching WandaVision, um, he was which he was incredible, and then just seeing yeah. this is like, my God, this guy is good.
0: You totally buy that he's just gonna cut your head off, man. Oh, yeah. you, just, you, just, you just know you can't you can't trust this cat. Yeah. You, just, you just can't trust him. Um John Favreau was the voiceover for Rio Durant. That was Favreau. Oh, no shit. the little pilot. I didn't know that until last night when I was watching the extras. I was like, holy crap, that's brilliant. Fucking Um, Favreau again. (laughs) One of the little, yeah, right? Exactly. Now you know how he got himself in there. Um, The Marauders, the girl who takes off her helmet. She looks so familiar. Her name is Erin Erin Kellyman, and she played Enfys Nest. Yeah, I'm sure that means something. It sounds like like empty nest, Enfys nest, infants but, nest. Uh, yeah, I never, she, you know,
1: I never could understand what they were saying. I had to actually look it up because right. God damn these these Star Wars universe names are just always. <laughs>
0: Shmee! Pimpy! Yeah. Kara, <laughs> Kara couldn't have been spelt K-I-R-A. No, it's Q. What? Why do, you, why do you have a Q where a K will do? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, uh, you're in Kellyman. Now, now, here I'm going to go off on a little tangent about this character. Uh-huh. If everybody wants to do a powerful woman being in charge of something but not be quite Star Wars, that's the character you follow as the Marauder starting the Rebellion. She's literally on the ground floor of the Rebellion, stealing stealing the fuel, which I'm sure is really tough to steal in the first place, but she's stealing it from people who stole it. So... Yeah. <laughs> They're even more desperate to keep it than the people she could have stolen it from originally. <laughs> so this girl and her team are some badass people.
1: You know that's I thought that's that was... where I saw her. She was also in the Falcon and Winter Soldier, and I think she was leading a band of eco terrorists or eco terrorists.
0: Well, there you go. She's still yeah. a terrorist and a marauder, <laughs> depending on whose side yeah. of the the wall you're on. Um, Linda Hunt was Lady Proxima. Linda Hunt. Was Lady Proxima. That's such a neat Proxima. scene. <laughs> it is such a neat scene, but I Linda hunt. I didn't even know she was still around. Yeah. She's just a little yeah. tiny lady. I didn't
1: realize that was. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and the, yeah, like he's got the rock. I just activated yeah. You it, just made a noise you with just, your sound, with a noise a with your mouth. <laughs> you just made a clicking sound with your mouth. Oh just, my God.
1: Like, that was a, that was a beautiful Han Solo moment right there. Yeah. Him trying to bullshit <laughs> it and it goes so fucking wrong. And it's not the first and it's not the last time <laughs> yeah. in this movie. He <laughs> fucking up through
0: this movie. Like, through oh my thing.
1: God. Uh, Warwick Davis was, was
0: too Yes, to I saw him. him. I was
1: like, holy fuck, there's, there's Warwick. Uh, he was with uh, the
0: Marauders and he was yeah. also the little weasel guy who walks up and pats Han on the shoulder when really? he loses When he initially oh, he loses the bet. So um, in and Jedi, we, was he
1: was he wicked? Yeah. A very yeah, young Warwick Davis. Yeah, he yeah. Was
0: very young. He's like, I think they said he was nine 16 or ten or nineteen. Or, oh, he was older. Than that. Okay, he, I thought it was. Yeah, English. I think I could be wrong about his age. Yeah, but he was very. No, you know what? You might be right. He, he was very young. Uh, you yeah. might be right. He might have been about ten or ten, nine or ten years old. Yeah, because he said. That um, that Carrie Fisher took really good care of him.
1: I've I've read he, that that like, they had a great like, relationship. would hold him and carry
0: yeah. him around and just you know, like baby him like the whole yeah. time that they were together. Like she like somebody would try to bring him something or help him. She said, no no I'll help him and she'd go she'd take care of him. He's like yeah. he loved he loved that woman and yeah. I was like good for cool. you awesome awesome sauce. Yeah. Another another great
1: actor that really shows up in a lot of things. Uh, so it's it's good to see that.
0: Yeah, yeah, he he was really good in that. That I started laughing. I said, He's always playing these vicious tough guys. And that was a pretty good tough role for him. Mm-hmm. He just like machine gunned a hell of a bunch of guys, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. okay, we're gonna done here. Expect. Um He's an angry elf. <laughs> he, yeah, but he's a happy elf. Uh I got notes. Sorry. Um did you take any? Did you wanna I don't have any
1: notes. I don't have okay. any notes.
0: I mean, these are mostly bullet points. The winningest thing in this movie for me or one of the winningest things, the aliens actually speak Hatties with subtitles. Thank you. Thank you, thank there you, you, thank go. you.
1: I they noticed that, that last act. night. It was like about fucking time. This is more believable right. than mm, the horrible I think romance. we should kill
0: her. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> okay, thanks. Stop acting. Uh, yeah, oh, that, please. That did please. We talked about the thermo-detonator scene. Um... <laughs> <laughs> if if anybody's out there that watches this and is still thinking, oh, this is a horrible movie, it's not Star Wars, it is Star Wars, it just doesn't have any Jedi in it. Okay, nope. seriously, that's if that's the only reason you're watching Star Wars, I think you're missing the big a big picture, a bigger bigger uh possibility of storytelling.
1: That's me. Yeah, let me let me jump off of that because okay, that's one of the things that I notice is um, you're seeing a lot of the empire in here. And you're getting a Mm -hmm. lot of the story of the empire. And I thought it's really cool. And um, there's a, uh, there's a recent video game called star Wars squadrons and it takes two different paths. You can either be part of the rebellion or part of the empire. So I'm curious where those stories, I like seeing stories that show you the other side because the empire does not think they're bad people. They're bringing peace. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, that's what that, that lieutenant says. Yeah, Why are, that was really Han great. Asked, Why are we even here? He says, yeah. We're bringing peace to this planet. And Han's like, Good job.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, it was great. Says, yeah. You know, it's it really saying. working. <laughs> and he said, We're the invaders. Yeah. <laughs> you we're, know, we're this we're is their planet.
0: <laughs> the guy was ready to shoot his ass right there.
1: Yeah. Um, but Han, Han was right. And I, yeah. I like seeing uh, stories that uh, take place from the uh, uh, show you stuff
0: that's not the Jedi, that's not yeah. Yoda. That's, yeah. And it's really cool. There's other stories going on in this universe, and There's a lot the of other Han stories. Solo story, for me, was the perfect story to do for Han because while it was still in continuity, it was things that you you kind of knew about. They uh, Lawrence or Lawrence Kasdan, Laurie, Larry Kasdan, and his son. I want to make yeah, sure. Yeah, I thought I
1: that was cool that they both wrote this.
0: Yeah. The. They did such a good job at writing this because the old man is the one who wrote, I got the names mixed up. I was saying maybe Rick McCollum had done Empire Uh, and I should have known better because this this is one of my all times. It was Then He also wrote Indiana Jones. Okay. And the funny thing is when he wrote, finished Indiana Jones, Lucas hit him and said, come with me and gave him Empire to write. That's why that movie's so good between him oh, and I forgot the amazing. woman who who was the co-writer but she was an old old school from the 40s and 50s uh noir writer but romance. Oh, wow. she would do like gangster stuff but with a little bit of touch of romance and for the life of me I should have looked up her name I didn't realize as you can even bring her up but she was the one who put the romance between Han and Leia in there and made it uncomfortable with Luke that was, like, yeah. kind of all on her to bring it, that in. So well. And everybody's like, wait a minute, aren't they? And she's like, yeah, but nobody knows that yet kind of thing. She, you know, they, they knew because they were writing it. Yeah. But I thought that was pretty cool. The um, Kasdan came back, and he is a big reason that the director was replaced with Ron Howard. Because okay. I know that him and his son were coming in there just, like... I remember reading a couple articles where he, he or they were very upset about the dailies. They were very upset about going on set and people being upset and being yeah. like just in a bet. And di- there That's was just no camaraderie. Nobody was that. getting along, kind of thing. And he, I guess he finally went to whoever the powers are, and he was he's a powerful enough guy to go. You need to get rid of this guy. You need to get somebody over there that knows how to direct. And I don't know. I'm I'm gonna take on my part and say I imagine he brought up Ron Howard. I, I don't remember reading anything about that, but it just seems likely that he was like. Was Ron Howard your guy?
1: Was this movie before filmed before or after Rogue One?
0: It was after Rogue One, I believe. Okay, I believe so it well, came out after.
1: So Ron Howard had didn't he have to also go in and fix Rogue One? I
0: don't think he he may have, I don't think so. I think somebody okay. else went in and fixed it. Rogue was somebody One.
1: else okay? I, I, I could I, be wrong. We're but, gonna find out next you know week. <laughs> We're
0: gonna find out next week whenever we <laughs> review rogue one. But it's interesting. I I wanna say maybe he advised on Rogue One. Hmm. Like I don't think he actually stepped into the big boy books, okay. I think he may have advised. I'll find yeah, we'll find that out for next week because that's that's a good question. But it's interesting, which leads us all the way back to where I was gonna go. Was if you get a chance and you watch this movie, I want everybody to sit down and watch the extras. There's a scene where they're sitting at the round table and Ron Howard is asking the questions like, what did you do when you first got the the show? When you found out you got it? Who was the first person you told? And oh, I started to watch that last night, and, like and Alden's
1: road. Alden's answer was funny as hell. He just yeah. kept going and go. And Donald Glover's like, "That's just such a such an Alden answer." You know?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I went out and jumped on our. What do you say? Jumped on a, a Ferris uh, wheel, a roller coaster. When got on a roller coaster, roller coaster. I told I, his I grandmother who knowledge. told
1: told everybody within yeah. a week.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I told my grandma. She can't tell anybody, and she told everybody. <laughs> everybody knew <laughs> that was good it's a good answer uh i liked uh Thandie, yeah sandy newton's answer mm-hmm. she found out she kept her cool for a couple hours she made her kids dinner cuz she said her kids never think she's she does anything cool so <laughs> she's sitting there and she makes dinner and they're all sitting at the table she's like oh yeah by the way i got the got the part in star wars and everybody's like oh the kids were like couldn't talk. <laughs> I bet.
1: I bet.
0: I, <laughs> I bet. That's pretty cool.
1: She's really good. Um, I first saw her in uh, Westworld, uh, the HBO series. Oh, really? And, and she plays a main character throughout it. And she, she's an excellent actress.
0: Oh, cool. Good to know. Yeah, I didn't know. I don't know her from anything else, but Kat picked up on her, like, right away. She's like, oh, she looks really good. She's really good in this movie. I said, yeah, she's great. Uh, the Motorcycle Cop Stormtrooper. In the very beginning, when they're all doing the, the chase, and he kicks yes. it on and goes after him, and they <laughs> give the yell, and that that yell comes in again.
1: Yeah. When he rams
0: in it. Ah! That yell that's in every single Star oh, Wars the movie. the Wilhelm scream or whatever. Yes, yeah. the Wilhelm scream. That's it. I couldn't remember what it was. Yeah, every movie. Yeah, it's, it, it's beautiful. I wait for that now. I wait for. We are going to put it
1: in there. our next short.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's awesome. That's freaking funny. Um. The two, the two main characters, uh, Alden and 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 Phoebe no not Phoebe. Hold on. Alden and Amelia Clark Mm -hmm. have really good chemistry. Oh they do. They 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 have such good chemistry. You buy it
1: immediately. You believe it the minute the, the first second you see them together. There's no question.
0: And that was the problem that we had mostly with the first three Star Wars movies that we watched, is the the chemistry between the two main characters never It was better
1: in the third. It was much better in the third. And I think probably because they got to know each other.
0: (laughs) Well, that and they were almost never in the same room.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I mean, really. They were never really in the same room in that one. Uh, But they had good chemistry, I thought. That was good. Yeah. Uh, I liked how Solo got his last name. I thought Wait. that was really cool. It's
1: like, oh no, oh that's perfect.
0: That's perfect. And that worked. I know some people were upset about that, and I'm like, no, that's that works. He he's a little womp rat or whatever you want to yeah. call him. Like he's alone. He's, he's an so orphan. Alone. He's not around anybody. Yeah. And then he asks that that he has. He, what happens is Han Solo is trying to escape from from since he was a child he's he's a slave was well, yeah it's obvious he's, he's with
1: other orphans who are yeah. sold into running scams and yeah. all kinds of shit street kids that hey, honestly he's trying it, to get is it, away from it. here's the fucking shame this is a possible future for us mm-hmm. and things are still the same as they were 200 years ago
0: right <laughs> right exactly but it's it's funny that he's trying to escape and the only way for him that he sees because the people that are chasing him are starting to kind of Close in on him. He's got nowhere to go, and he looks across, and he sees a recruiter station for the Empire. He runs over there, and he <laughs> just joins cool the Empire. Yeah. And the guy asks him, his name is like Han, and he goes, "Well, what's your last name?" And he's he's like, "What?" He goes, "What are you? What are your peoples? What are who are your people?" And Han looks up, and he says, "I don't have any. I don't have any people." I love that line because it's the first time you realize how alone that character really is. Mm-hmm. He only has Kira. That's why whenever he was in the Empire, whenever he's fighting, he's fighting. He, he didn't just make the promise to come back to her. That's He all really he was had. trying. <laughs> yeah, that's all he had was to was Kira. That's why he yeah, fought so hard to get to her. That's so what I makes I the ending
1: was, even more painful. Um, yeah,
0: Yeah, because if you that. remember that point where he says, I have no people. Yeah. Fuck, that's almost heartbreaking. And then mm-hmm. the guy's just like, oh, Solo. Han Solo. And I'm like, That was such a good piece of writing that it's an imperial officer that gives one of the most notorious spice guys, spice runners, their name. (laughs) I just thought that was a great thing. I was like, well done, Kazdan. Well done. Very well done. Golf clap.
1: Uh, What's interesting, uh, you mentioned the spice and it it just, uh, I'm I'm so glad I've started digging into the Star Wars universe and watching both the Book of Boba Fett and the Mandalorian. In the Book of Boba Fett, the Pike syndicate is a major part of the story arc. Right. So getting to see that, starting to put all these pieces together from watching all of these offshoots and stuff is right. actually actually pretty cool it's like wow my brain's just like wiring all this shit back together it's like wow this uh-huh. is a grand scope of stuff so right that's god cool. help me when i start the clone wars
0: oh the rebels yeah right yeah. that i couldn't get into them the, the for me the, animation, the story writing was great you're gonna love the stories mm-hmm. for me what was putting off was the animation it just i get it but that's me. I, I mean, I'm going to sit down one day and I'll start trying to watch him. I'll see if I can find him on DVD or something used because I don't want to give Disney any more money. But that's me.
1: It's kind of hard <laughs> to avoid. It's like saying I don't want to buy anything from China. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh,
0: exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I do my best. You can try. There you I go. I do my best. Um, I don't always, I'm not always successful. I just like that Beckett kept giving him good advice. He did. Even, the, uh, even sorry, during
1: his dying breath.
0: Yeah, yeah. Even during the like, night, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, you know, I should have wore my Han shot first shirt. Because uh. you know that that's where he gets it from. Yeah. Kazan wasn't afraid to to leave Han shooting first. He learned yeah. that from Beckett. Mm-hmm. Don't don't take any chances. And if you think you're gonna get shot, shoot that mother. Yeah, he learned that <laughs> but, from Beckett.
1: So yeah, it's really cool to that see that. Beckett. So I, I'm glad Casen yeah. went in and wrote that that way. So it was yeah. Like, well, you you go, know players. that's where
0: Casen was like. No, George, you can't have this win. I'm gonna I'm gonna fix your fuck up, George. Okay, here we go. Yeah, yeah. here you go. Do this. Say this line. All right, Elden. Okay, thanks. Because <laughs> that's kind of how how sounds. He never sounds rushed. He never sounds angry. He never sounds like he's in a hurry to talk about anything. He always just kind of talks like this. He's a well, yeah, you know, it was a good, uh, yeah, kind of thing. He's a funny guy. Um, I like that the young Han Solo hasn't been completely dis- disillusioned at this point in his life. That happens when Kira <laughs> sails off in the big yacht and he's standing down there with moment. a big furry friend. But that's a moment that you realize he's looking around going, ah, oh, damn. One of the, and
1: that's a big part of the formation of his character. But one of the things was I thought was neat, it was either, I think it was an interview with uh, Alden or I can't think of the actor's name who played Chewbacca. Uh, one of them had said that they were told, this story was a love story about two people who didn't know they were going to, that they were going to be together. Right. Like, it is. It's a Chewie and Han story. Yeah, it's Chewie and, and
0: it's, Han, is definitely Chewie and Han story.
1: And it's it's really cool to see that. Um, and thank God he could speak Wookiee. Otherwise, he yeah. would have been dead.
0: <laughs> the <laughs> only thing that kept, I made a note, the only thing that kept him alive was that armor. Yes, that body armor. That would have broke, <laughs> yeah. broke his back. That would have broke his Everything. You know, yeah. that would have just destroyed that guy. Yeah. He would have been love, down after the first hit. I love the, that uh, we
1: get to mouth. see Chewie rip some arms off again. Oh, he, yeah. And Han's like, I could have worn that uniform.
0: Yeah, that <laughs> uniform would have fit me perfectly. That's what's funny. It's like in every movie, anytime somebody gets a uniform, it always fits perfectly when they knock yeah. somebody out. And this one, he looks at like, that uniform would have fit me perfectly. <laughs> and Chewie's just got an arm and, and he's a leg. And... He's <laughs> like, Rrr. that was a good Funny. scene.
1: Funny, because that, that is kind of a running thing with Chewie yeah. throughout the rest of the movies now, is uh, always ripping something off.
0: <laughs> well, they always talk about it, and I've read it in a couple of books where he does it, but they never showed it in the movie. It's always just like, oh, Chewie's so l- fluffy and lovable. No, but he's not going to do that to anybody. Rip. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no quorums about doing it either. No, and um, he would
1: have eaten that porg.
0: The, oh, yeah, he would have definitely <laughs> eaten that porg. I ain't buying that he wouldn't eat that porg. No, I believe he would have. The, the two stormtrooper guards were funny as hell. Kill him slower.
1: <laughs> yes, I'll go in the fight. Yes. I got 10 credits.
0: He'll <laughs> bet he'll, he'll the kill whole time. him in the next five minutes.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is a different type of filmmaking in, than we just saw in the, in the last three. Um, definitely this is looser this is this is fun this is Mm -hmm. this is somebody coming in and having a lot of fun with the story and it feels more real it's not as dark even though it is a very dark story when you see what the empire is doing and you hear about Chewie's backstory holy fuck oh yeah you know it's it's really bad but it's but it's it's a funner movie all the way down it starts off with a damn car chase
0: yeah He's stealing also- the car. It's yes. all the screen, the, the entire screen is black, and then the spark, and you see a guy's yep. hands trying to rub two wires hot together. Wire a car. Spark, you see wire, again, <laughs> And he's hot wiring a, a car and taking off. Yeah. It's, it's, brilliant. I know it's
1: a speeder or something, but we're going to call it a car. It, it's a car.
0: <laughs> it's a, it's a hot rod. Um, I, I mentioned him being alive because of the armor. Um, yeah, Jonathan Kasdan and Lawrence Kasdan. Uh, Lawrence Kasdan, like I said, is the guy who did Empire. I think he helped with Jedi. I think. I'm not sure. Uh, we'll, when we cover that, we'll find out. Um, but he's one of the originals. He He's one of the original Star Wars guys. He knows Star Wars. Oh, yeah. He knows, like, the lore as well as George Lucas. And it's funny. His son would go talk to him. And he would ask his father about stuff, and the, the dad would be like, "Yeah, well, I don't know about that," but he knew, like, none of the really newer, newer stuff. But he knew like the old lore, and that's what they stuck with. And that's yep. why this movie, for me, works so well when you have Kazden writing, and his son writing, and then you have Ron Howard come in and save the day with doing whatever uptakes and refill, you know, reshoots or whatever he had to do. It worked. It all fell together, thank goodness, because it's a good you know, movie.
1: I don't know if I would, be, would have known it was a Ron Howard film without knowing that he directed it. But it right. definitely to me, when I look at it, I can look at it after the fact and say, This is a Ron Howard film. Yeah. This is this is this has got that that energy that he
0: Well you puts saw his there. brother there's, Clint. Yeah. As soon as you see Clint, you're like, Oh, this is a Ron Howard film.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that must be it. But no, it's it's there, there's something about his film. Say Yeah i can't explain it it's just it's it's like an artist's signature yeah you know, it's almost a I mean, feel good there's something yeah uh, you can you can tell who painted something you can tell mm-hmm. who drew something because they have right. a certain style and ron has a certain style of telling a story
0: right no that works. You're, you're, yeah. you're absolutely right and, and yeah it does it feels like one after especially after you know it yeah after you know that it was him directing you're like oh yeah this is definitely yeah. this is definitely him directing Um, I only have a few more notes. I'll go down them real quick. The droids on Kessel set the humans free also. I seen it, but it only registered last night that the droids were actually setting the humans free. You know?
1: That's why I love L3. She's just like, I have found my purpose. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I'm so glad we took this job. Oh,
1: such a wonderful... Goddamn, I love that character. And I love the droid coming up in Rogue One as
0: well. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, he was a great character.
1: Yeah, so it's... Yeah, uh... Rogue
0: one. <laughs> Anthony Daniels, the guy who plays C-3PO, mm-hmm. makes an appearance in this movie. Where was he? He was the Wookiee that that Chewbacca was with fighting side by side. The and at one. the end, they, they bump heads. Yeah, Yeah.
1: That was that Anthony was, Daniels. That was Anthony Daniels. Now I don't know, and I'm going to have to look, but I swear I saw Peter Capaldi in the hangar bay when uh, Han goes to uh, sign up for the Empire. Really? I don't know, but it's somebody that looked like Capaldi.
0: Wow, that's funny. So I'm going to have to I'm going to have to look right now. So talk about something. What's funny is with knowing that Anthony Daniels was was in this movie. To the best of my knowledge, he's the only cast member to have been in every single Star Wars movie. From the original wow. all the way to the travesty that is number nine that we'll talk about one day. That's
1: uh, that's amazing that uh, yeah. he has been able to do that.
0: In L3, you're right, she's just the best. That That was a note that I made. She's just the best. Yeah, um, no, no idea
1: if if he was in there or not. It doesn't look uh, like it, but somebody looked like him. And it's like, because I know um, really? when we get That's to, cool. um, I think it's The Force Awakens, Daniel Craig yeah. is a stormtrooper in it. And there's yeah. so many famous people that are, because everybody wants to be a part of it. I would, Which makes I would no put sense on a trash can. It's
0: like, why are you, oh, I'm not hiring Daniel Craig to be a stormtrooper. They probably did not even have to pay him. No, I'm sure they didn't. But still, it's like, you know, there's an actor... There's an actor over there that wants a job.
1: (laughs) I know, but... That's where I start drawing the (laughs) line. Like,
0: you know what... And if you're my buddy that's one thing like, that's like if probably I was what happened Wars with a movie, lot of these if I was directing a Star Wars movie you were de- directing a Star Wars movie I would expect you to give me a call and go hey Dave you want uh, yeah. to yeah, be a short well, stormtrooper hell yeah I want to be a short stormtrooper and it's also like you
1: take a look at the, the Mandalorian um, for a lot of stuff they use the 501st yeah um,
0: the so 501st. a lot of people got a
1: great opportunity to come in and do some of that and it's
0: well did you really watched cool. the extras right where they were all like oh my god we don't have enough money why yes. Have the budget for this. We're, well, how are we going to get all these uniforms? You know, they're all locked up, and they're and they're trying to figure out the whole thing. And I think it was Favreau was like, "Why don't we just call the five zero And everybody's like, and "They did." Oh my god! I'm like, what? Who? Who? <laughs> and some of them were like, they didn't even know who they were. And he's like, "Yeah, really? Call the five zero first. There's got to be a garrison around here somewhere." And there were like people like, "Really? You think they'll do it?" No, they're <laughs> going to all sit at home. <laughs> you know. So, yeah, I think I, I want to say it was Favreau's idea to call him. Oh, that's, when yeah, that's great. When they all came in. How would yeah. you turn that? You wouldn't turn that one down. No, of course not. No, not of at all. Not. Um, and it was Ron Howard's idea to have the Kraken monster in in the Vortex or whatever. In, oh, in yeah,
1: the Malstorm, yeah.
0: They were showing, like, all the film, and they were like, okay, we're going to have to do this, we're going to have to do this. And he's like, hey, yeah, that's really great. Um, could you put a big monster in there? <laughs> they are like Why not? Uh he's like, Yeah, like a big big monster. And they're like, Okay, fine, put a big monster it in there. It looks
1: really cool. Um Yeah. Did it's you really watch neat.
0: any of the extras? Uh not really. When they sit in the cockpit, that's a wraparound screen. Like all above, all the way around nice. the side. So, so, so the if kind of you're like... looking out the window, you're seeing space fly by. If I understood and what Kent and I were talking about last night, if I understood what they were saying, is when they were in the Maelstrom and they're all moving and they're all doing the thing, they didn't realize that there was a monster that was put in the film. Oh, that's great. That If, if I understood <laughs> what they were saying right, so when they're all in the dark and they're like waiting for something to happen and that big and eye is that reaction is a real reaction. Like everybody went, whoa! <laughs> that that's was like great. their real reaction. <laughs> that's great. I hope the
1: cameras were rolling.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's Oops. it. It's like, oh, shit. But I thought that was funny. I was like, oh, my God, because Kat's like, I I think he put that in there. W- weren't they running? I'm like, I think you're right. I think that's yeah. what they said, that that was. Well, that brings no up
1: something. You mentioned the the, the curved screen, and then that's like how they do the Mandalorian and the buffet yeah. Buffett, developed yeah. all this new technology to make a better effect. It's so much better than using green screen. Mm-hmm. And that brings me to the point that the CGI is miles ahead of, revenge of the sith of course a lot of time has passed uh 20 years or whatever yeah they had
0: all that time for the same guys developing it plus having new people come in that learn stuff from other places so yeah it looked really good
1: it looks amazing i'm curious 20 years from now i'm going to go back and watch this and see if it still holds and i have a feeling it won't uh but it looks good now and that's that's how we think of all of them you know it's like but
0: and and of course it's funny because there's a uh the the conductor um john powell Mm -hmm. did this but with john williams now i don't know if john williams and him sat down together or if he was just pulling john williams music because going through the uh kessel run was feedback music or old old uh touchstones to the uh, asteroid field run in Empire. I was recognizing a lot dun, of dun, stuff sounded
1: familiar and there's a lot of sound cues in here. I love love yeah. to use the sound in this movie. So good. Because you hear the, the Star so Wars good. theme and it's like yeah. oh it's just when it they're just hitting, gives you chills.
0: When they hit the Millennium Falcon hits that that light speed and you see the the burst. Oh yes <clears throat> And it goes, da da, And the music just, the Star Wars theme hits. And it's like, that's beautiful. That That is a Fucking guy brilliant. who knows what he's doing. That's yeah. a Ron Howard sitting down with the music guy. Uh, John, I don't know if John, like I said, I don't know if John Williams was actually there doing it. And this other cat, Powell was like basically doing all the rest of the music. Yeah. Pulling from him heavily. I don't know how that worked, but it worked really well. They did a good job on it. Um, I, I follow a guy real quick, and this is my last note. I follow a guy on Instagram called Colin Cantwell. He's been a designer. He designed the original X-Wings and, and stuff like that, all for Star Wars. Some Death Star stuff, he did some stuff like that. And when I was going through the trivia, there was a lot of like praising of Colin Cantwell and mm-hmm. his work. And I was like, that's awesome. I, I like to see that guy. Get praised for what he deserves. He's a good, good artist. Yeah, that's he really seems like cool. He's like a good bloke.
1: That's really cool. That's, Your that's dog is life. enjoying the hell
0: out of that. Oh poem. my
1: god! Yes.
0: <laughs> 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 get a on, girl. <laughs> Go on, get that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, he's a really good, really good artist, really good designer. He seems like a good cat. And yeah. That's uh, that's all my whole thing. It's just an early story of Han Solo yeah, and how it's... he became and how he became Han Solo. And I haven't talked enough. Real quick, I want to bring up uh, Lando Calrissian again. Yes. How good, how good Glover was in that scene in that movie. <sighs> Have to get rid of the bone. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's quite all right. In that movie, he had the, the cloaks, and he was just couldn't understand how. Oh, they make the joke about all the capes. Yeah. <laughs> all the capes he's
1: like what guy has a thing for capes doesn't he And when she's putting out the fire with his cape
0: yeah <laughs> they custom made
1: <laughs> i i love him as as lando and that that's this is what we needed because when you when we get to empire and uh-huh. see and see lando um right that's it it's so short um yeah. We don't get enough, and now you're seeing the things that you kind of heard about. You're yeah. seeing the card game, you see it win the Millennium Falcon. Uh, you see the Falcon get his shape because he yeah. destroyed the escape pod, was it, or something?
0: Yeah, yeah, he, he jettisons the escape pod. He's like, Watch this, you know, not the escape pod. Like, what, what did you have in that escape pod, Lando? Like, how more much more you know, capes? Yeah, more, capes. more I mean, capes. capes. That would have been hysterical. My capes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh there Lando Calrissian had a couple of books too, and I forgot who wrote them, but they're he like a short, short trilogy of books for him. Oh, okay. They were pretty good. They were pretty interesting. And, and one of them he has a he's cheating and he has an earring, and the earring is an android. Like Ooh. feeding him information into his oh, ear great. Or something like that. That if I, if I remember correctly, that that was him wearing the the ring, the earring. Yeah. If anybody's read the Han, no, not the Han Solo, The Lando Calrissian books. Let me know if I've got the the right character. But it it was he's got some good books. That man Glover paid, played him perfectly. Just played him. <laughs> it's to it's, the it's awesome. It's I, awesome. I, when I saw that, I was like, I want to see another buddy movie with those two idiots in it. Like, I want to see those guys. Like, because this, they had more than one gambling together. They they did yeah. this like several times. Like to, back and forth with the Millennium Falcon. Until oh really? Solo <laughs> just goes and steals it. You know, at one point Solo just goes and steals it. Yeah. Well, that's kind <laughs> of a running After thing, and that's that's yeah. what's
1: funny is, well, um <laughs> at the beginning Solo loses his ship, which yeah. he doesn't even ha- he doesn't even have. Yeah. Yeah. The funny yeah, thing yeah. is, Lando really doesn't have a ship either. It's a, it's got yeah. a boot on it, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, right?
0: So they have like to steal it, it then. I like <laughs> and- how Beckett handles that? Can you get that up? Yeah, for another five percent. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're at twenty percent. <laughs> yeah. Really, yeah,
1: really good. good, you know, to see uh I, I think this <laughs> this movie's really well cast. Um very and Donald Glover was just such a great fucking choice. Man. He was
0: he was perfect. I like I can't see any other actor not now after him <laughs> playing Lando. If they, nope, if they were like, oh we're just gonna cast another guy, I'd be like, no, no you can't cast another guy no nope. <laughs> pay him whatever the hell he's asking
1: <laughs> if we get a Lando movie it better be him
0: <laughs> yeah exactly I you know what I wanted to see the Lando movie before I wanted to see this movie yeah and what I thought they should have done was had the Lando movie like basically end with him in that bar and Alden coming in. Yeah, and then when the this movie starts, the Solo movie starts. You show all that leading up to where they meet, and then
1: boom, it and then continues. boom, all yeah. of a sudden
0: that's how they meet. That's okay. <laughs> that would have been good because you would have ended the Lando movie with the beginning of the Sabic. You know, you know they're getting ready to, to gamble, but you don't know how Han Solo gets there. And then with this, you have Han Solo coming in. But that's me. That's again, that's a petty thing. That's a fanboy wish that never happened. So, I'm good.
1: Yeah. So, you're, um, how do you place this with uh, the rest of the Star Wars movies?
0: Um, out of the three we just watched, especially, this one, yeah. it has, uh, for me, has to take top billing. Yeah. It's a good heist film. its It doesn't purport to be anything else other than a good Han Solo yeah. origin type story. It is. And it's a heist film. It's a great heist film. It is. It really is. I, I enjoyed the heck out of it.
1: There's so much double-crossing, so much action.
0: Everybody uh, is double-crossing everybody in this movie, man. Yes, it's it's hard and, hard and that's what tracked. you're going to get. You're dealing
1: with a bunch of thieves and scoundrels. Yeah, yes, a bunch of gangsters, man. scruffy nerf herders. And <laughs> 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 uh, but, yeah, yeah it's... <laughs> It's a good movie. I'm with you there. I put it at at, at the four we just watched. I put it at the top. It is one of my favorite out of the nine. Um, It does go near the top. It's just because it's fun. It's different. And it's Uh, the Han Solo origin story we needed. Um, I want to see more stuff like this about other. uh, There's so many stories. Mm -hmm. This universe is that Lucas created has got endless possibilities. Just in this time frame when we can yeah. jump back a thousand years forward and it's just right. there. There's so much to mind. And I think we're going to be watching Star Wars till we die.
0: Hopefully it'll be good, Star Wars. It will be. I'll be watching the first three anyway. Episodes yeah. four, five, and six.
1: Yes, the original. The There's only Every one, film. one, one trilogy. There is only one trilogy. There is only one true trilogy. <laughs> yeah.
0: And it ain't Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it's just a lot of walking. I'm walking. I'm walking. walking. I'm walking this way. I'm walking up a hill. Walking down the hill. Uh,
1: if you all haven't uh, got it, uh, we do recommend Clerks Two, also <laughs> as one of Kevin Smith's best movies, in Clerks, my opinion.
0: Clerks, Clerks Two, and Mallrats. Yeah, I would say Mallrats. That, that yes. those are three really good movies. Um, but yeah, that I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. How about you?
1: I did I did uh, like I said I'm watching it with my wife and she's seeing some of these movies for the first time she really liked this one. oh that's so,
0: cool so this that's is the first time cool. she's
1: seen that so she'd never seen
0: uh, Solo before
1: nope wow
0: cool nope,
1: and she's about to watch Rogue One for the first time so very nice she's only seen Don't, the last six and now, have, all the Mandalorian said, and everything
0: have you said anything to her about the way Rogue One ends she already knows oh okay yeah, because I was gonna, I was just, I was just gonna say, I would like to get her take because neither what I'm not a big like feminist guy. I believe everybody is equal. And oh, you're talking true. about that? Like, yes. yes, I. We,
1: she and I have discussed that because, because, yes. and we're we're gonna talk about that next week. Oh, yeah, this
0: this one gets talked about. <laughs>
1: this one gets talked about, even though I love Rogue One. I right, Dave and I have issues with the ending, and we'll explain that. Yeah, <laughs> not but the I, actual <laughs> Darth Vader ending what happened
0: no. before just like just to explain real quick I'm, I'm not like the super you know oh i'm gonna jump down everybody's throat for having a sexist moment but man that was just, <laughs> just that, a was bad unnecessary. that was but unnecessary but we'll talk deep about that one in the next episode Rogue yes. One. yeah so Thank
1: you to everybody for tuning in um, and watching us as we make our way through 11 Star Wars films and next week, Rogue One. So, may the
0: force be with with you.